What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of The Boss Sauce. Today, I have Nathan from The Drip Bar here in Las Vegas, which is a health spa specializing in IV therapies, as well as other health services. Nathan, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. Um, So Nathan, can you tell us about The Drip Bar and the role that you play in the company? Certainly. So the Drip Bar is essentially an IV wellness center. That's our core business. Uh, we are a franchise. So you will find a Drip Bar in 71 cities currently. Uh, should be over 120 by the end of the year. Uh, Texas is the largest preponderance, but the first one in Huntington Beach opened up. So California is opening. Uh, and I see some going going to Washington. Right. So IV is our core business, but we also have ancillary services. And so each place, the they're all franchisees. So as independent business owners, we determine which additional services we want here in Las Vegas. The additional services uh, that we chose was the halo therapy with the red light session. Uh, we believe that halo therapy, salt therapy, red light therapy, these are some non-invasive ways in which um, folks can really benefit. Uh, great for tightening the skin, uh, great for detoxification, uh, great for making the skin better. That's what the salt therapy is all about. So it's a very unique system. It's a five-in-one system. Uh, a lot of clients love it. It's one of our promotional items that we use as far as a marketing lure to bring people into to see the space. Um, so that's the services that we offer at this point. We are constantly looking at other, uh, today the popular term is biohacking. So we look at popular biohacking uh, solutions. We have another room uh, that we want to put something in. It'll be non-invasive as well. And I keep saying non-invasive because an IV obviously goes into the vein. Um, an intramuscular shot goes into your body, right? So we're looking for solutions that will complement that, but won't need to be invasive in, in the complements. We are recently releasing a peptide called uh, Semorelin. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Semorelin, whichever way you want to pronounce it, right? Uh, that's great for fitness, weight loss, sleep. It's it's a it's an awesome peptide. It's so much better than using some of the uh, growth hormones that are you know a little more synthetic. This is much more natural, a lot healthier. So, and we're constantly looking at those type of things. Um, the FDA has uh, been very tightly controlling peptides. Um, I, I have opinions on that, but that's a whole nother thing. So, Oh, very cool. Lots of good stuff there. Um, how would you say the drip bar differentiates itself from the other IV therapy places here in Las Vegas? Because as you know, there's so many of them here um, in Vegas that, you know, like, like much like you guys do the um, like, um, what is that called? Like private sessions where like they go to your house um, but you guys actually have like a full blown um, facility that offers all of those services, which is really cool. Um, but can you tell us like what makes the drip bar different from the other companies here? Certainly. So what makes us uh, different from um, most of our players as a franchise? The very first step forward for this franchise when it was founded was focus on safety. Right. And so we have a. Um, an isosphere, which is a full-blown hood, which means that when the nurse uh, creates the IV, nothing's ever pre-made with us either. Um, so, you know, there are some IV places, not 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 many, but some will have pre-made IVs, pre-mixed. So they're pulling an IV and starting it right away. Everything we have, we have vials of vitamins, minerals, and aminos. All of that gets put in a sterile facility, completely sealed. 
Um, some have what they call a, a sterile hood, but it's a desktop version. I've still not quite figured out how it's sterile and safe because it has an opening. Um, but the one we have, the nurse has to actually insert her arms into the machine, right? And then, of course, when she's in there, she'll bring the components over, close the sliding door. The area in which she's working is completely sterile. She puts sterile gloves on that are in there as well. And so safety is the biggest differentiator for us. And then variety. We have 17 different lifestyle IVs, four health IVs. The difference between lifestyle and health is uh, basic uh, consent forms and uh, a, a basic general physician review, and you can have an IV. Uh, the health ones take a little more effort, like if you want high-dose vitamin C at levels that, that, that work towards things like uh, antivirals, cancer, those things. Um, you have to have a full blood panel done. And then you have to have a special telehealth visit or in-person visit with the doctor, get completely reviewed. Uh, and then that also comes with some other special things, too. So if we stay off of that and just go to the lifestyle, the things we're all used to, right? When they come to your room, they don't bring lifestyle. They come to your room and they bring you things like hangover cures or, or um, anti-aging, healthy aging type things, immune boosters. Those are the ones we have 17 in our arsenal. It's because of the isosphere we can create so many. So safety and the ability to have a significant menu that allows people a variety of different things, I think, is what differentiates us. Um, a little bit earlier, you spoke to the fact that there are a lot of mobile providers um, who provide service. We are not a mobile provider. Uh, we are looking at possibly doing mobile. But at this point, we do off-site. Uh, people ask me all the time, what's the difference then off-site? If you're not doing it at your site, then it's mobile, right? Not quite the same. You're coming to town, you and some friends, dirty 30 parties. We do plenty of those bachelorette parties. We do plenty of those, right? Whatever the reason is, you're coming to town. You call us up and you say, hey, I'm coming to town. I'm going to be staying at XYZ place. We'll use the Bellagio. I like the Bellagio. So you're going to stay at the Bellagio. We'll be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'd like to schedule you for um, Saturday, Saturday morning at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, whatever the time we want to pick. Great. No problem. We allow you to select anything from our full menu because we're going to make it here on site. So if it's super early in the morning before we open, the nurse will make it the night before we close. You get 24 hours of refrigeration time to be able to utilize the IV and keep it active. Then in the morning, that nurse will come, get everything, load it all in insulated bags, take it out to a site, and we will deliver the service so they can have anything off of our menu. That's the difference between an off-site versus on-site. Um, we do corporate wellness programs, so we may come on-site. Now, B12 shots are real simple things. A lot of the companies we deal with want us to come and see their, see their employees once or twice a month. They get them all in the break room. Our nurses give them a B12 shot. The company pays for the service. That's a beautiful thing. Then, we, of course, we offer discounts if they come on-site. Sometimes owners of the companies will say, hey, I want an IV, so we'll do an IV in their office. Again, we'll make it prior to because they know exactly what they want. Um, if we do an event, because we do do events, uh, we have a very limited menu. So we have three different IVs that will do a detox, an energy, and just a plain saline. And then we offer two different injections, um, B12 and Biotin, uh, actually three, an amino acid. So that's what happens when you do more of a mobile See, our events are more like mobile. It limits the menu significantly. So that's the biggest differentiator is you get a much more extensive menu. I love that. And it sounds like um, 
what makes you guys different too is it sounds a lot more customized compared to these other companies that do a lot of like you said like um hangover cures and such this definitely sounds more like it's catered towards everyone rather than just people that were out partying and things like that absolutely so we so so the franchise has a pharmacist who formulates so we have a product called firm and 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 i've been very vocal about firm and I tell ladies all the time, listen, I'm not trying to take away your microneedling, your derma, your dermabrasures, your, your, your lasers, your, your, your keep your Morpheus, right? What I'm saying is, is a firm IV is going to be loaded with vitamin C, biotin, glutathione, all those beautiful things that help make your skin healthier, as well as a little bit of B-complex and zinc, right? Boost your immune system. Um, you're taking that at the base level of your skin. So you're taking it right down at the dermis level. That means we're trying to work on your cellular level, repair your skin to make it healthier from the inside out. So by the time you go for your external services, your skin may be healthier, 10%, 20%, 30%, really depends on the person and their genetics, right? But let's just use a term, let's say 30%. We make your skin 30% healthier. You go and get your external services, and now you make it another week or two or three out of those services. So now you get your Morpheus services, and because your skin was healthier to begin with, the correcting things that it's doing, right? Because the IV is not going to correct pigmentation. That's never going to happen. What it's just simply going to do is make your skin healthier. That's what vitamin C, biotin, glutathione does, right? It makes your body healthier. Okay. Now, when you're doing some of those correcting things, you may find that you can extend the time that you go. So if you were going every six weeks for services, you might now go every eight or 10, right? So it's an enhanced value. We have an allergy IV. It's focused on reducing the inflammation in the body when people have allergies. You know, we have flu fighter. Um, you know, we have uh, immune boosting things. Um, so four categories we generally run is athletic performance and recovery, right? Uh, hydration and detoxification, which is what we use for our hangover cure. We do not have a specific hangover cure, but that's what we use and it always works. Um, and then the other category would be healthy aging. Right. So people who want to either enhance their skin or they want to enhance their overall aging. I remind people all the time, you're never going to turn back the clock with natural methods. Right. You may be able to do that with some of the things like the injectables. For sure you can. But with the natural methods, all you're really doing is you're slowing down the aging process. So you're not aging as rapidly and your body's functioning much more healthily. Right. Someone has asked me about NAD. I tell them all the time NAD, which is. Uh, nicotiamide, anodyne, um, dinucleotide. That's why we say NAD. Um, <laughs> it, it, you know, people go, oh, it's going to reverse me. And then and, 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 oh, there's no, there's no reversing, right? I mean, you're at the age you're at. And depending on how you treated your body, it aged the way it aged in your genetics. What it's going to do, though, is it works at your mitochondria, which is your building block. And so it's going to help that building block slow down the aging. So as we age, that building block produces fewer and weaker cells. What NAD will do is help it not age as rapidly, so it'll continue to make stronger, healthier cell cells, and it won't slow down as quickly. And that's where the focus comes from when you're looking at IV vitamin wellness. I love that. It's definitely like targeting um, like the internal processes rather than just focusing mm -hmm. on like the superficial um, but Nathan, you sound like you have so much um, like scientific and health knowledge. Can you tell us about your background or did you go to school for healthcare at all? So uh, I actually am a technology guy. Um, 
this day and age, I, I work for a software company. Uh, um, health and wellness has always been a, a major important thing for my wife and I. As we're speaking now, I'm doing a, a special five-day uh, fast. My wife found this program that um, you're fasting the whole day and it's a five-day reset. So it's a cellular health reset. It's not really designed for weight loss. I know everyone always looks at, oh, great, I'm going to lose some weight. No, no, no. You're going to lose weight because it had you on a 1600 calorie diet the first day and it's got you on 800 calories throughout the rest. It's a little bit of soup. It's a little bit of tea. It's a lot of water. There's a, a couple supplement pills. Um, they're giving you a few olives. It, it's a really unique program, right? But but it, it, it's designed more to do a cellular reset. So at the end of that five days, you should see a reduction in your sugar cravings. So you're craving carbohydrates less, right? And then what will happen is you slowly, gradually add back food and you're going to add back plant-based first and then slowly integrate animal protein. And you're going to do it in a smart way. Like you're going to do it with fish. Then you move the poultry. Then you move the heavier, fattier meats, right? Um, so these are the things that we just find interesting because we want to live the best life we possibly can. I'm a big fan of the Blue Zone science. I've been a, I've been a fan of Blue Zone for, for well over a decade now. Um, so I just saw this that documentary... Up. On Netflix about that. You just Excellent, learned about the blue zones. It? It's it's a great um, phenomenon for sure. It's amazing. On on uh, Amazon Prime, there's another one called Earthing. If you if you haven't seen that one, it talks about the grounding effect. So there's pulse electromagnetic frequency. Our bodies conduct energy. The Earth has an inner uh, is an electro uh, electro uh, electrostatic charge a field. And so we are connected to this planet. We purchased a specific brand of a PEMF, right? But what it really does is this. If you've taken a long flight before and your feet kind of feel a little swollen or whatever, and people always tell you, take off your shoes and socks, run your toes through the grass or the sand whenever you get where you're going, right? And it kind of re-energizes and makes the circulation happen better. Exactly what's happening. You're connecting back to the earth. You're grounding back to the earth. And when you ground back to the earth, it stimulates your, um, your, 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 um, oh my God, my brain's not working. Um, uh, your micro, your microcirculatory system, this, the, 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 the system that brings the blood to the arteries and, and the veins. So it improves blood flow. The, the only people with big risk on this though, however, is people who, you know, if they have, you know, deep vein thrombosis or, or anything where they have any sort of clotting, they would want to stay away from that because they don't need anything to stimulate blood flow, right? Um, they have to be very careful. But other than that group, anyone who's healthy, it stimulates blood flow. Uh, this brand Beamer that we use produced a video um, called uh, Race Across America. They sponsored the team. So there's a, there's a cycling group there, it's a race, and they ride from Ocean City. Uh, they ride from um, somewhere in California, right on the ocean, and they go all the way out to I think it's Ocean City, Maryland. So they ride across the entire country, right? Eight man teams switching off. And Beamer said, "Hey, we want to sponsor you," and they gave them one to put in their jump seat. So every time a rider would get off the bike and and, and a new rider would ride, the old rider would sit in the jump seat to revitalize them, right? And it revitalizes because it improves blood flow. So we know better blood flow to your organs, your brain, your muscles. You get better performance out of the body. They actually broke a record. So unique video. It's a three-minute video. Um, and that you can get on YouTube. Uh, it's called uh, Beamer, B-E-M-E-R, -E -E Race Across America. And the team was very skeptical of the product, too. They were like, yeah, you know, we've been doing this for years. This, we, this doesn't even sound... 
and they were blown away by the results. But the other thing, the earthing, uh, it's three ninety five or four bucks on uh, Amazon Prime. And there's this gentleman who got very sick. And so he spent his time going to MIT and, and a variety of different universities trying to understand how he could get healthy in a natural way. And it is a very, very, very unique program to watch. We have one of those mats here at our facility. Um, one of the other things that makes this somewhat unique um, to the to the mobile players, maybe not to other brick and mortar players, um, but if you if their business isn't core IV, they generally don't have a membership for IVs. We do. In that membership, though, we provide your infrared, your red light, your salt therapy, as well as your beamer therapy. So we try to make sure that we give our members an immersive experience. Right that. There's yes, they're saving 20% if they do one IV a month. They're saving 25% if they do two IVs a month. Everyone wants to save money. Yes. But people want an experience more than they want to save money. People who come and see us didn't come see us uh, because they were just on a whim, right? They may be trying it for the first time to try to understand it, but these are people who are proactive about their health. They're not riding at the back of, of their life waiting until they hit the wall and then go, oh, doc, I think oh, they're like, oh, your blood pressure's too high. Here's a pill. Oh, your cholesterol's too high. Here's a pill. You know, all these things go on, right? These are people who are going, I don't want to get to that point. I want to keep myself healthy and I want to be dialed in as to what's going on with me up front. And that's generally the client base that we focus on. So to your point, we are a stone's throw from, from this trip, you know, uh, as little as five minutes, as, as much as eight minutes in an Uber ride. So we have a large number of visitors who come see us. Sometimes they come see us because they either ate something and they had a bad experience, uh, food poisoning. Um, sometimes they come see us because they indulged a little too much, right? We get, a, we get quite a bit of that. Um, but there are other folks who do come to Vegas quite often. Uh, we have quite a few Californians who we, we've seen multiple times. And they come in and, and they're like, oh, I didn't know about these things. And so I said, hey, if you didn't party too hard, but you don't want to go back home feeling kind of, eh, you know, you've been in Vegas for three, four days. You've been up late. You've been eating more than you probably normally do. You've been drinking more than you probably normally do. Right. You've been doing all the things you, more than you normally do. Great way to relax if you've got a three and a half hour, four hour flight, five hour flight is we have an IV called Soother. Magnesium. And now there's seven different kinds of magnesium, but we use chloride. Magnesium is fantastic for relaxing and soothing the body. It relaxes and soothes muscles. So you will be very, very relaxed. It'll help people sleep. And the good thing about an IV is an IV is bypassing the digestive tract. So magnesium, yes, has a tendency to stimulate your digestive tract. No one wants a stimulated digestive tract on an airplane bathroom. No. Via IV, right? You don't have to worry about that because you're not going through the digestive process. So it just relaxes and soothes the body. Um, we actually had one person write a review after they got home and just raved about the soother and, and, and the fact that we gave them that advice and all the other stuff. So um, we're very focused on making sure that we provide an experience here. This, this should be a very, very good experience. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so much good stuff there. Um, another thing I wanted to ask you too, Nathan, is um, you said your background was mostly like in the tech space, but um, I'm just curious, what made you want to take part in the Dripar franchise? So when I looked at the franchises and I looked at, at quite a few, um, one of the things that stood out about these guys is I like their design. I thought they had that, that 
that's that clinical, but they also had that spa feel. And so one of the things I'll always say is I've never had a client come in our facility and say they didn't like the layout of our facility, the color scheme, the format, the way it was. No one has ever come in and not like it. They may have thought, IV, big deal, whatever. I didn't feel any different. Or maybe they did feel different. Um, but maybe, you know, they were solving a problem and they don't have that problem. So they're not coming back or maybe they do come back or memberships. So all of that stuff is subjective. Right. But what I'll say emphatically is everyone has come in and enjoyed the look of the space. So they had the look really dialed in. They had the system pretty well set there. Uh, pharmacist who formulates does a fabulous job. Uh, one of the guys from California who I've seen here a couple of times, and, and as you can tell, I, I go out on the floor quite a bit and I talk with people when they come in. I, I want to know what brings them in, right? What, what made them choose us over somewhere else? Because there are a lot of choices, right? And, and, and it's not always just money. Um, sometimes it is, though. Uh, the strip is, is, is very pricey. Um, but he said, listen, we came to town the other time. We stayed in Airbnb the other in the town. I told my friends, this is my spot. I want to go there. I got outvoted. They said, no, 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 let's go to this one. It's closer. It's fine. He was like, had a horrible experience, right? And so this can happen anytime. Being a nurse isn't like being a robot. They're, they're not a machine. So it's not going to be an exact 100% every time. Now, I will tell you, I've learned working with nurses because we only have registered nurses or better, meaning MPs uh, or, or the doctors doing the work, right? Um, they, are, they are very sensitive to what they do. If they do 12 clients in a day and they had to stick one, two times. They really carry that with them. They really care about how they delivered the service to you. And so I, I kind of work with them on, you know, I used the baseball analogy once, didn't go over very well. She called the other nurse who came in. She was like, yeah, she told me to use this baseball analogy. She was like, we don't like that. She was like, we want to be 100% every time. Like, yeah, human beings can't be 100% every time. So I'm going to dismiss the fact that maybe he was stuck more than more than once. I think he said four times, but he, he really didn't like that part of the experience. He didn't feel like the nurse was very good at what she did. Right. That that's that that can happen. Um, but he said, hey, every time I come here, I've come here twice now. This is my third time here. And I get an IV from you. I feel different. I feel it. And he was like, I used to have to go to the bathroom before I leave here right from the fluid alone. He was like, I felt nothing there and I didn't have to go to the bathroom and da, 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 right. I can't say one way or the other whether they're better or not better because I don't know about what he got or who they were, any of that stuff. Right? Well, I know who they were, but I won't say who they are. Um, but what I will say is this. We have a great pharmacist who formulates and she takes a lot of time as to what aminos work with what. And so when clients come in and we say, yes, you can add a boost to this IV, but you can add this, this or this if it's this one. And no, but I want to put this in. It's like we... We don't allow that because our pharmacist already knows that it's not going to blend well together. It's not designed to work for your body the way it needs to. She knows. And so I think that's a really, really solid thing that we have, um, which is which is also a difficult, right? Because people go, oh, you know, I'm going to see after this IV how I feel. And I go, I can kind of tell you how you feel, right? Unless you can't, like, we've literally had people come in. Stomach cramp, nausea, throwing up. So there, there's some medical things. We have Toradol, Zofran, a peptide. Zofran will relieve nausea immediately. I was blown away watching this, right? 
through an IV within a matter of seconds, people are starting to feel less nauseous. Within minutes, nausea is gone. So Zofran is, is, is the king. It's, it's not the vitamins. It's not the minerals or aminos. However, the minerals or aminos are then going in and doing their job. And so people walk out of here coming in just in, in, in excruciating pain and walk out feeling significantly better. They actually are speaking, talking, smiling. It's, a, it's an incredible thing, right? Um, so that formulator that we have is, is, is key. And they spend a lot of time when you're looking at the franchise talking to you about the process for safety and making sure things are sterile. They spend a lot of time talking to you about the quality of the formulations and why we do what we do. And I, and I just thought they did a better job than any of the other places I looked at. And again, um, I was I was hungry to be a part of this uh, industry. Um, I looked at uh, places that do hormone replacement, testosterone, PRP. That's not something that someone who's not a medical professional can run um, while, you know, while a doctor oversees it through a telehealth. That's something that has to be run physically by a doctor. So when we when we looked at everything, we were like, OK, we can't go this high because we're not a medical person, but we can be the operators. And so people ask me quite often. So what do you do then if you're not a doctor or a nurse? And I just tell them politely, I sweep the floors and pay the bills. And that's about what I do here. So <laughs> with the exception of I've, I've done a lot of research, obviously, and I've learned a lot about my business so I can, you know, when I'm on shows like yours, which give me an opportunity to talk about it. Right. I, I understand what we do. Um, and, and, I, and I understand it thoroughly as well, even when I bring my nurses in. Sometimes even my nurses will be like, hey, Nathan. And I'm like, you guys are the nurses, whatever you say. And they're like. We don't do vitamins and minerals, right? We do medicine. Medicine isn't vitamins. You know more about this stuff. We know the medicine for sure. Um, but they come here also, the nurses, because they're looking for something different, right? A lot of them are ER nurses. So they're looking for a place to um, give service in a friendly manner, right? Uh, I imagine just logically, when you go to an ER, it's not like going to your primary care, right? I go to an ER because something is wrong with me. I'm in pain or I've, I've injured myself and I want to be seen and I want to be seen right now. I'm hurting and I'm not happy. And I really, you know, what's taking you so long. And so for a lot of those nurses, when they work here for the you know time they work here, they enjoy it because when you come through our center or centers like ours, this is a voluntary. You came here to be proactive about your health. So you're kind of already feeling good. Every now and again, like I say, we get somebody who comes in who either had a bad meal or, or a bad situation. Um, we had a <laughs> we had a very interesting thing, and I had to Google this. It was they had cannabinoid hypomesis. They knew what they had, and that's what they told me. And she was suffering severe cramps, and I guess it's where the THC attaches to the brain and it doesn't release, and so forth and so on. And I said, well, as we sit and figure out what we can do, our soother is probably going to be the one that at least provides you comfort. And lo and behold, at the end of the soother, they went out, they were super happy. They booked another appointment and came back in and they became clients just because they were like, this works. And, you know, we're going to tell all of our friends and which is the best thing for us. Right. Um, word of mouth in any business is, is always a, a, a valuable marketing tool. Yeah, definitely. Going back to like the entrepreneurial side, can you break down for some of our listeners um, that are interested in joining a franchise, can you give some advice in terms of um, what exactly a franchise is and what your advice is 
when going about starting one or um, engaging in one? Certainly. So what brought me to Vegas originally is I purchased the first license that came to Las Vegas for Orange Theory Fitness. So the one on West Sahara and Fort Apache was the, the location I found. Um, I, I learned when I when I, I did an event and Orange Theory was running the boot camp and she said, that's our busiest one. And I said, I knew it. I told the president that this one ultimately was going to be a great place. Right. Anyway, I digress. So this is my second round of franchising. Right. I did it with Orange Theory Fitness. sold the licensing to a family who bought the rights for the area. And, and now I'm here with the drip bar. Um, so what I'll say is two things. You want to do your due diligence. Right. You want to you want to interview the franchise as hard as you would interview anything that you're going to invest your money in. Remember, the franchise is only going to give you a blueprint, meaning that they have systems that they already have in place. They have uh, purchasing agreements that are already in place, things that you won't have to go figure out as an entrepreneur, right? They have figured those out for you. And they they possibly have, depending on what stage of the franchise, like this was a young franchise. I was licensed 21. When I bought an Orange Theory, I was licensed number 75. So I've bought in pretty young to franchises because I was looking for growing with them. Um, but depending on the stage they're at, they have buying power as well. So you as an independent can't get the same buying power. So there's a benefit to that. Improves your margins. Now, you're going to need to understand, though, that there's going to be a cost associated with it, right? And there's also going to be some rules. They're going to dictate what colors you put on the wall. They're going to dictate what furniture you buy. In a lot of cases, they're going to dictate where you buy stuff from. So our franchise provider is very much focused on all products have to be U.S.-based. They have to be made in the United States. They have to be made from certain pharmacies that have had their FDA certification set. Um, they have to be able to deliver in a certain amount of states because they don't want inventory shortage issues, right? So these are certain things that you'll have to deal with. But never forget it's a business and you're running that business. You're paying them for the instruction, for the education, for teaching you. So you're, you're shortening your learning curve as an entrepreneur by buying a franchise, They've already figured out a lot of the things that many entrepreneurs have to figure out. And so franchise isn't for some people because some people love the entire process. They don't want that shortcut. Other people like myself who say, listen, I've done pretty well for myself. I've made a little bit of money. I can go invest my money into a business so that I'm not starting from scratch. I'm in a business, but I'm not by myself in a business. And so for that, it comes with the price. So they'll have a percentage that they take off of gross sales. They'll have a marketing fee because they're marketing the brand and, and running the brand. There'll be some fees that you need to make sure you investigate. There's an FDD. Um, it's a you know Federal Disclosure Act that the FTC makes every franchise provide. You have a certain period of time to review it. Get an attorney. Get an attorney. Get an attorney. Do not try to look through those documents all by yourself. Get an attorney. Have an attorney review it. Every state's different, right? They're giving you the broad information, but if you're in a specific business that may have some licensing requirements, your state may have some rules that aren't federal rules, right? Remember, these United States aren't so united. We have 50 states with 50 rules, with 50 laws, and how they operate. So we don't operate the same as Utah. We don't operate the same as California. Okay, you need to make sure you understand that. I'd said this before, but I'll say it again. Get an attorney. Yes, it's expensive. Be prepared for that cost. You want to protect yourself from the very beginning. 
It'll be costly at the back end. Um, some of the other things you want to think about when you're looking at a franchise is operating capital. Just because it's a franchise doesn't mean that, hey, once I build this out and I turn the lock on the door and I open it, customers come flooding in. No, no, no. You still have to market your business like everyone else. Now, the franchise will have some marketing resources for you. The franchise will give you some ideas on a budget to put together and how much you should have together in the budget. And they'll be able to base that off of other markets so they can say, listen, we're in like our franchise, we're in 71 markets. They can look across 71 stores and see who's doing what and, and what are they spending on and how are they doing? You also have a team. I have a, a, a what app um, where we talk about medical, we talk about marketing, we talk about operations, we talk about technology. And so these are all my other peers that are other uh, franchise owners. And we share information back and forth with each other because we're trying to help each other be successful. So you have a team effect. Now, you don't always get that, but more than likely you will. Um, franchise has a, a lot of different values, right? But if you're saying, hey, I want to keep all the money, well, to keep all the money, it has to be all your business, all your baby, all your ideas, all your stuff, right? And you have to be the one responsible for everything. So I love that. So many good nuggets in there. Um, did you, before... Um like joining a franchise or starting a franchise, did you seek any, or did you go on any entrepreneurial adventures like on your own, not as a franchise? So the only other business that I, that, that I owned was real estate. Um, I'm originally from Chicago. Uh, and at the time, you know, I, I wasn't, so, you know, I work for a software company and I'm an individual seller. Um, but at the time I was, a uh, a corporate leader and I had a 42 state region and a lot of folks I was responsible for. So I didn't, I didn't have time. To, to, I don't only really have time to run this business either. I have a full staff and team and, you know, they answer the phones, they book the clients, they do the things. I just kind of peek over the shoulder a little bit here and there because I'm usually back in my office working on my job. But with the job I had, too much responsibility to have even a free moment. All my time was spent on the corporation uh, that I was a, a leader in. And so a buddy of mine came to me and said, hey, I'm leaving the corporation I'm at. I got my general contractor's license. Let's buy houses. If you can write me a check for 10 grand, we can buy a house. And I said, get out of here. You can't buy a house for $10,000. What are you talking about, right? But he did. And I learned a lot about hard money lending and buying houses at wholesale, fixing them, getting them prepared. In the market we lived in in Chicago, it was more about rental. You rented the house, cash flow, the house appreciated, unlike Las Vegas, our market, our housing market appreciates pretty rapidly, much like the stock market. It has big highs and big lows. So a lot of times you invest in it because it will appreciate in value real quick. And markets like uh, Chicago doesn't do a large market appreciation, but you buy it under value, you fix it up, there's room for cash flow, you're getting cash flow. So the rent's being paid, you're making a bit of money off of that. Three to five years later, you may sell it out, and that's your appreciation because it takes a little more time. But I think about it like a like a cake, right? In Vegas, the cake bakes a lot faster. <laughs> in Chicago, it bakes a lot slower, right? So different ways in which, but that was a business that I was in. We had about 20 rentals. Um, and so we had quite a quite a decent business that we were running for a while. Um, and you know, then 08 came along and hit. Um, and we look like heroes because the truth is my partner was getting a divorce and I was the cash partner and he was the equity part. He was the sweat equity partner. And so we had to liquidate so he could have some, some capital, 
um, to, to, to manage his divorce. And lo and behold, we lucked out because selling off most of our portfolio when we did, it was before August and before things just started deteriorating. And so we looked like heroes, but we really weren't smart. We weren't that insightful. It was just circumstance um, that, that was fortunate for us. Timing was, was, was a wonderful thing. Yeah, definitely. Well, it sounds like that worked out for you guys in the end. Um, but going back to um, marketing, like you mentioned earlier, um, I noticed that you definitely um, are on the face or you definitely are on the Instagram and um, what I would call maybe the face of the drip bar. How important would you say that social media is in today's world? Um, well, obviously, social media is uh, super important, right? Um, just, just, I would say in general for, for, for living life and in communicating, um, it, 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 it has its pluses and its minuses. Uh, I will say that the biggest plus for me is, uh, I recently had a grandson. He's seven months old now. So my son, thank you. So my son posts pictures all the time on Facebook. Now, uh, Facebook was a thing when my son was young. And I remember when he was a teenager and he was like, oh, we're not doing he was going to college and he was like, oh, we're not doing Facebook anymore. I think Twitter was where he was moving to. And I said to him, well, what's wrong with Facebook? Facebook's fine. And he was like, no, too many old people are on Facebook now, referencing his dad, referencing his grandmother. And so moved away. But today he feels the same way. He knows that putting the pictures up, my mom will see it. I'll see it. The family will see it. And he's taking care of us. He doesn't use it as his his tool for communication. So from as something as simple as just pictures and keeping in contact with friends and family to running businesses to marketing brands, social media has has is here to stay. It's it's become indispensable. Now, what its role will be has constantly shifted and evolved, right? We started watching cat videos and skateboard tricks on YouTube, and those folks monetized it somehow and made money. And corporate America saw that. And the next thing you know, the videos got crisper, cleaner, clearer, sharper, better. And it was almost like you were watching television commercials. And that's because corporate America had taken over. And a lot of us who wanted to be influencers started, ta -ta 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 -ta. oh, we're taking a better picture. How do I get a better? Oh, there's an app. I can clean it up and clean the frame and frame it and size. Oh, I can edit the video and do all this other stuff. And the truth of the matter is, is these big successful brands are run by marketing teams. There's a team of folks who sit and whiteboard, they're marketers, they're, they're professionals who know how to do this. They're not, they try to, they make it look like it's an amateur play. But for the most part, they're professionals. Now, what's happened? Technology came in and said, oh, you amateurs want to be more professional-like and they've given us so many tools. And now AI is coming in and we don't know what the game is really going to change to, right? Because every day on social media, you're hearing about get this thing if you want your videos and get this thing to make your avatars. And this will just change your whole life. And this will set your schedule for you and it'll do everything. You don't have to do anything anymore. AI can do everything. It can answer it all, do it all, be it all, right? And so we have no clue where that's going. But I will tell you as someone who still has a corporate job with a very big corporation, um, I was at a sales kickoff meeting, and at that sales kickoff meeting, the trainer was teaching us about how to use AI in our business. And he made it very clear that in the professional selling world, that no longer can you just show up and make some calls and kind of luck your way into sales. You're going to have to be very good. And AI is going to be a game changer, right? 
but it's also going to remove a bunch of the mediocre players, right? The, 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 the players who couldn't make it happen, right? They don't get to stay around anyway. No one pays you to stay if you can't make your numbers. Um, but, you know, if you're, if you're a 100% commission, right, as long as you're willing to suffer, people will let you stay around usually. Um, but AI, social media, all these tools, they're invaluable. So I know they have to be done. I do, in fairness, I do a decent job. I'm probably a four or five maybe. Talk to somebody who's in the, you know, the eight to 10 range and they'll tell me maybe I'm a three uh, or even a two. Um, I've had some folks say I'm not doing so bad, but, you know, it's it's uh, it's very important. Um, and then I just kind of happened to be the face of it because it was that part of it that I take on. Right. So some of the stuff you may see, like the reels that I put up or the stories that go up. Uh, I wish I slept better. Sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night and can't go back to sleep. So one thirty in the morning, I'm creating content to put out at six, seven, eight, twelve 12 o'clock right now. And I'll create a batch of it because someone taught me who was, you know, a, a content creator that you create a batch at a time. You can't create it as you go. Right. Um, I listen to Gary V. Gary V says anybody who puts out eight to 12 posts a day, you know, for a consistent period will own the market. And I tried it trying to even make batches for eight to 12 and making it interesting and, because it still has to be interesting. Absolutely. And you know what? It's, it's it's pretty tough. It's easier said than done to make eight to 10 pieces of content just for one day. But I love that you mentioned um, batch creating because it's work smarter, not harder, right? It would be so mm -hmm. hard to um, film every single day. But um, batching, especially um, with like you and your position and the amount of time you have, I think it's just so valuable that you use it wisely. Um, but in terms of like your marketing, I noticed you guys are almost at 10K, which is awesome. Is it just you solely running um, the social media or do you have a whole team for that? So I, I hired somebody very early on. Um, I wasn't very happy with the result. Um, I, I, maybe it's just my, my industry, right? Here, here's another thing that, that I think people need to understand. Everything isn't one size fits all, right? We're not all the same size. We don't all wear the same thing. And so I try never to badmouth an organization because they're a successful business. And they just, our industry wasn't a good fit for them. We weren't a good fit for them, right? And, and, I, and I hate to break it to you guys, but sometimes you lose money to learn a lesson, right? It's, you, you don't get to be a, 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 an accountant day one when you go into college. You have to pay for four years of instruction to get that piece of knowledge. And then you start learning as you're on the job. So sometimes you will pay for something and it won't work out the way you, you like and it just is what it is. Now, some people will do something and, and you'll feel cheated, right? I'm not saying that can never happen, but for the most part, you have to understand as a business person, you're learning as you go on a lot of things, right? And especially if you don't know. And I didn't know. And so they were expensive lesson. I started going, well, what is this click per click through rate? What is it? What, well, what does that mean? Because I was like, how many people came through my door? And they're like, oh, we can't tell you that. We can tell you how many people gave you a call. We can tell you how many people looked at your content. We can tell you how, many, but it, how they get through your door. I mean, and once they come through your door, that's on you to keep them and all this other stuff. And so little by little, I started to realize that I didn't have um, in my budget, maybe two, that let, let's be clear about that as well, right? If, if my budget was significantly bigger, maybe my um, success would have been bigger and I could have turned it over to a marketing company. I have a meeting with an, another one tomorrow. Um, I partnered with a um, 
um, uh, an amateur sports team here in town and their marketing person reached out to me, came and got service from me and, and wants to talk with me. And I want to take a look at their portfolio and see what they're doing. Right. Um, so all those things go in the line, your budget goes in the line too. Right. So sometimes <laughs> Chevy's all you're going to get, my friend, that's all you can afford. We all want the Rolls Royce for the Chevy price, but that's not how it works. Right. And these people who are very good at what they do, as soon as they understand their value, they deserve to be paid their value and they go build a business on that because they can build your brand. And so right now, yes, I am 100% running <laughs> most of my brand. I, I shouldn't say that. I'm 98%. Again, other franchisees and other markets create content. I've shared their stuff. So we share Canva back and forth. So some of the, some of the templates and blue plates may come from them. Um, and that's a very valuable thing. Again, back to what does a franchise bring you? I think it's brought me 35 friends that, that, that are in the same boat as me, rowing in the same direction as me. And so we have a shared interest. And, and so we collaborate every day, all day. Sometimes it can be a bit of a complaint session, right? So you got to be smart enough to avoid that. But, you know, there is a ton of value in my peers and they have helped me a, 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 a lot. Because um, they're creating content as well. And, and they have someone creating their content too. And so we're sharing back and forth. And it's 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 really a, a great structure. So I really like the group that 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 this franchise has brought in as owners. Um, I find them to be very much focused on success for one and success for all. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's a it's a great thing that you're like hustling and doing it yourself because then you kind of know what to look for and what type of value that you want to seek out in the future in terms of um, getting like a service from another provider. Let's say if you ever want to hire like your own social media manager, things like that, because you're already doing it. And in and of itself, that's like its own other job, right? Because that, that's why people hire social media managers and content creators. So um, I think it's truly amazing that you're juggling that along with running um, the drip bar. So I applaud you for that. Um, but what about influencer marketing? Would you say that um, that is like a really big part of your uh, marketing strategy? So it, it was what the franchise rec recommended. They sent us some influencers. You know, influencers have a big following, right? Um, I, I think we 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 get mesmerized by the by the number. And, and my opinion um, is, I think. I learned from myself, and you made a very valid point, being hands-on gives you an opportunity to understand how this works in your business, right? Can't be hands-on with everything. There's some tools and systems that I, you know, I go to my front desk person who's my director of first impressions, and she's also in charge of, of, of keeping me in line. So she's the boss of me because I need a lot of bossing. But I look at, well, so who's commenting? Who's engaging what you're posting? You know how easy it is to push a like button? You know how many people are out here selling profiles that, that'll stick, right? Um, do I need my message being seen in Turkey? No, they're not going to fly to Vegas to use my service. Some will, because people Vegas is an international town. People come from all over. So it is valuable. But is that my biggest value? California is a great value for me. We get Californians every weekend, right? Um, Utah wouldn't be as big a value. We don't get as many folks from Utah or even Arizona as we do from California. So seeing, being seen in, in Southern Cal, beautiful, right? Not up in North and Shasta. Don't come down here that often, right? So, you know, it's it's important to who's engaging. I look for, oh, wow, look at these comments. And then I go and look at the comments. 
right? Again, I don't sleep very well at night, so I'm up and I'm scrolling through. I see who's following you and is there threads and I follow or, 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 or share with people. I learned to start offering things in DMs, right? A lot of people don't look at their DMs, but the few that do come in. So I offer infrared sauna, red light therapy. I give a complimentary session to get people to my facility because I want you to come see my space. I wanted you to know where we're located. Maybe it fits in your travel time, right? For a free service, sometimes people go, oh, it's across town, but I'll go because it's free. But some people will be like, hey, this is, I didn't realize you were here and how close you are. And we've picked up clients who simply said, I never knew you were here. This is so much more convenient. I was going over to the strip and now I can come here. Easy parking, easy in, easy out. Ooh, not only are you cheaper than them, but you got memberships, which is even cheaper. This makes it work much better for me, right? And you're giving me all these services with the membership. So all of those things go into play. And so looking at the comments, who's commenting? Because I'm sure you're very well aware. You can look and go, oh, look at that. They got five comments. And if you go look at the comments, promote your stuff over here on Vegas and the da-da-da. Or, hey, send us a DM. Or it's it's a bunch of, you know, getting you to send them their stuff to promote. It wasn't people commenting, right? So I've learned to go, um, the people who talk about social media strategy, social media is social. So be social. That's a great strategy. Now, let's be fair. It's a slow strategy. And so your bills are due and you have to make revenue. And so you need to generate clients and you can't grow slow sometimes. So you have to find some shortcuts that speed it up. That's our Google marketing, right? So our, you know, we, we do Google ads, we do Facebook ads. You know, we do ads to try to get in front of people faster. But some of the best results I've seen has been word of mouth, which we all know is still the best marketing tool. It's just a slow marketing tool, right? And so if your capital outlay is high and, and, and your marketing yield is slow, you have to be capitalized. You, you better come with an operating budget to, to do the business. And, and that, I forgot that when you were asking about the franchise. Just like a regular business, a franchise requires it more than any because you're going to open up or you're going to start broadcasting a brand immediately. You have to have an operating budget. And I'm going to tell you right now, rule of thumb should be eight to 18 months of operating capital. And a franchise can help you understand what a base level is. As a new business and you've never done it before, you somebody's done it. So you want to try to figure out what does it roughly take? I mean, you know what your rent is if you have to pay rent. You know some of these other things, how much it costs for internet and these things, right? But how much should I put for inventory? How much should I put for these things? Those type of things. Eight to 18 months. If you don't come with eight to 18 months, there's going to be some tough months. There's going to be some lean months and you're not going to make it through if you're not prepared for that, right? Because again, rarely do you open the doors and it just soars, right? That That's the outlier. That's less than 1% that's going to you know, take off like a rocket, un unless it's a complimentary business, right? I love you were, that. You were, I mean, you were doing hair and now you brought nails in, right? Mm -hmm. You already had a client base who was in the same space of that service. And so all you did was add a new service, right? So you have a base to draw from. But if you're starting from scratch, it's going to take you a minute to build a client base. It's going to take you a minute to build your brand online, get followers, all those things. It takes time. Yeah. And what I'm really getting from this is that you have to set yourself up for success and really plan for the future in terms of things that can happen and um, like your budget and like having, um, basically like a future proof uh, 
type of plan in order for your business to be successful? It, it, it's it's definitely a smart way to go. Um, I, and I don't want to say, hey, if you don't have all this stuff in place, don't start, start, start. Where I started was the research. I had a broker who came to me and he said, hey, what do you like? What do you this? What do you that? What are you interested in? What do you, oh, da, 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 da. hey, here's six different franchises. Take a look at these. Now, okay. So what didn't you like? What did you like? And that's starting. That's starting, right? That's your time. That's your energy. That's your effort. That's getting started. So don't misunderstand me. If you don't have all your ducks in a row, doesn't mean you don't start, right? Sure. Get started, right? Find partners if you don't have the funding. Find someone to be a partner. I've said this to a lot of friends. One of the things that this experience has taught me is if I want to get significantly bigger, right? If I want to go past, you know, I, I have a I have a couple licenses that I own, and and we could open another store. Um, I, I want to see some production out of this, and then that's probably the corporate leader in me is I'm just rooted in, you know, I need to see this happen. And so many times before I believe it's a trend and it's going to stand on its own before I go, you know, risking capital on something else, right? So everyone has their own way of doing stuff. Some people are a little more risky. Follow your passion. Follow what you do. But you need to you need to be prepared, right? Because even when prepared, things don't work. So if you're not prepared, it's probably not going to work quicker because you you know every business takes a little bit of capital to get started. Yeah, definitely. And um, Nathan, I can keep talking to you forever. So many good things are dropped um, in this conversation. But what would you say is your secret boss sauce, and is the one thing that you want? people to take away from this conversation? So I would say my seat, I love that too, secret boss sauce, right? <laughs> I, that's so cool. I, I love that tagline. You did a really great job with that. Thank um, you. My secret boss sauce is simply this. I tell my team every day, there's only two things we control in our business that we have almost hundred percent control over, right? How we treat the client and how clean we keep our facility. Those are the two things we have the most control over. So my secret boss sauce is, the reason we have so many great reviews on Google and Yelp is because you come in here, our facility is clean and it should be. We are still providing a, a medical type service. It's a clinical type environment. Even though it's relaxing in a spot setting, it should be clean, right? And two, you don't wanna call a business and they're like, hey, how can I help you? What do you want? No, they should answer the phone professionally and appropriately, right? And I tell my team, you don't always have to use your name. I answer the phone. Thank you for contacting the drip bar. This is Nathan. How may I help you? You notice it came out real easy because it's how I always answer the phone. I could be in the middle of a conversation with you. Phone could ring. I could grab it and immediately shift to it, right? They don't want to use their name. I'm okay with that, right? But you want to at least acknowledge the client for calling. Thank you for calling. This is who you're calling. How may I help you? You share your name. People like to know who they're talking to. But if you don't, it's fine. That's my boss sauce, right? That's my secret boss sauce right there. Clean facility and making sure that we give a good experience. Those two things, I'm convinced that if we stay the path, we will be immensely successful. If we do what's right, money follows. We don't do what's for money. We do what's right. Yes, absolutely. Um, so much good stuff here. Nathan, go ahead and drop where everyone can find you. Sure, certainly. So we're located literally a block west of the Palms Casino. So we're at 4579 West Flamingo Road. That's here in Las Vegas. Um, we're between the intersections of Arville and Decatur. So if you know Vegas and you travel it well, 
Um, right at Decatur and Flamingo is Blueberry Hill. So we're just east of Blueberry Hill and we're just west of the Palms Casino. And our number is 702-846-0851. And of course, you can always find us at the Drip Bar LV. At the Drip Bar LV. You type that in and you'll find our Facebook, uh, um, Instagram, any of those accounts, TikTok, all of that stuff. And our website's always on there. It's the Drip Bar. It's thedripbar.com forward slash Las-Vegas. I'm not too crazy about it. I like simple uh, accounts. We also have another one that links to us as well called ivlasvegas.com. That we have a little bit more information on and different stuff because we have a little more control over that one. And so we put out a lot more stuff on it. Um, but those are the easiest ways to find us. And whenever you click schedule an appointment, doesn't book you into an appointment. It takes you to our menu and every service we have and every price we have is right there. So everything is in black and white and you can see it all. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the boss sauce, Nathan, and we'll see you guys next time. Awesome. Thank you for having me.